Hello and welcome back to another episode of Zap. My name's Beck. And I'm Jono. And Zap was formed on the basis that there is a lot of good quality journalism out there. And so this is the other stuff. We aim to make the good trash treasure by finding weird, wacky and wonderful news stories from all over the world. We talk about it, we laugh about it and we make segments somewhat loosely related to it. And speaking of loosely related, Jono, do you want to hear something very exciting? I certainly do. <laughs> it Well, when we're recording right now, maybe when you're listening to this, it this might still not be relevant, but it is 12 weeks and one day until Christmas. Oh, that's nice. That is nice, isn't that's it? That's great. Yeah. Oh, that, I'm already <laughs> feeling Christmassy. Actually, you know what? I saw today uh, in a store a huge inflatable Santa. Um, He's and here already. Yeah, I don't know. How do we stand on decorations going up too early? Because like, it's not even Halloween. That Surely you true. do Halloween first and then like at least wait till the 1st of November to I start like celebrating of, Christmas. Yeah, I feel like that's very fair because you're right. You have to sort of get through the holiday, like not get through the holidays, but like they each have their own time. Like Halloween yeah. is now and then... Santa can't come in and encroach on Halloween time. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's not on. <laughs> You've got to play fair, Santa. That's I'm going to have a word with Santa after this. <laughs> yes, please do. Santa, you're listening. Um <laughs> Oh, I wonder if we do have any listeners in the North Pole. That would be pretty I cool. think Norway's as close as we are so far. That's true. Um, but, I mean, we're getting there. We are slowly getting but there. surely. Um, <laughs> week by week just... as it comes to Christmas, we'll get listeners yeah. <laughs> closer and cro- closer to the North Pole. <laughs> Word spreading. It's just, you know, there's not um, as much internet up there. So they have to, like, send carrier uh, snow dogs from yeah, town the, to the, town. <laughs> yeah. The, the elves have to... <laughs> Have to have to carry the internet on their backs through the snow, hiking, hiking for four days. Exactly. So it's only fair that it's taking them a while to catch on to Zap because you know the message just hasn't got there yet. But it will, yeah. hopefully, by Christmas. Come on, elves, we're relying on you. You need to make that trek. Um, but to start us off today, uh, I have a story that involves our favourite fast food chain. Uh, it's the Colonel's favourite, KFC. Now. We have talked about all sorts of KFC on this show, and frankly, a frightening amount. I looked back um, through my notes of previous episodes, (laughs) and we've talked about KFC's romance short film, their romance novel, their scented candles, their sunscreen, Mm -hmm. their zinger meteorite, uh, their dating simulator game, their bath bombs, their Christmas decorations, their hotel, and in addition to this, we've um, made the abomination that was KFC <laughs> ASMR. We've talked about how I followed the scent of KFC to catch people sneaking into a cinema. Uh, we brainstormed incentivizing people to get jabbed with uh, with KFC catered vaccination stations, and I'm sure we've missed out other things we've talked about KFC. Mm. Um, but it's featured uh, definitely once every episode. <laughs> I'd, I'd hope so. Yeah. I'd hope so. We should work um, it into the intro somehow. <laughs> and we like... Hi, my name is Beck and I'm Jono and we like KFC. <laughs> Zap was formed. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I think, it's, I think it's very fair to say uh, that we, we like KFC. We do. We yes. like their brand. It's no secret. We like their marketing. <laughs> um, but actually, it's shock horror today, Beck, because the story I found this week, it finds KFC in the midst of a dastardly crime. Oh, no. Uh, That's the last place we want to find the Colonel. 
oh no, certainly not in crime. <laughs> uh, and it's from our dear neighbours, New Zealand. Oh. Uh, so I think we are actually continuing the streak. I didn't even think of this until right now. We're, I think we're continuing the streak of non-US stories. True. Even for, I don't know what we're up to now, um, but we're, we're continuing it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so this this dastardly uh, crime that's happened. What have, what have the Kiwis been up to? Well, last week, two men were arrested after they tried to cross the lockdown border into Ooh. Auckland with a car boot full of KFC and also 100 grand in cash. Now... Obviously, hundred grand, hundred grand in cash is a bit of a concern here uh, for the police. Uh, but funnily enough, the KFC is also a concern oh. here for the police, and that's because in Auckland at the moment they're in uh, like a level four lockdown, and what that means for them is that even takeaway food is closed and not really? o- operating at the moment. Oh, that's harsh. That is harsh. I mean, we've had lockdowns for like three months, <laughs> which I'm really, fingers crossed, this is ending uh, for good in a while, uh, in, in a little bit. Um, yes. But uh, yeah, I'm very keen to be free of it. But at least we've had the comfort of takeaway food. I know. I, think that's I got KFC after I got my first jab. That was my oh, reward. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It was yeah. <laughs> the reward <laughs> for getting jabbed KFC. See, this is this just further proves that it would be a great incentive to get people jabbed. It really is. It does the trick. <laughs> it does the trick. Um. So yeah. So takeaway food is closed uh, in Auckland mm. and not operating. So for these chaps to jump the lockdown border and to grab some takeaway <laughs> is considered an offence to then try and bring it back in. Mm. But when you think about it, right? If, you, if you're looking at it from their perspective, I'm assuming, I don't know, they, they're potentially getting up to some crime with this 100 grand in cash. Like, it's definitely suspicious. <laughs> so if, if, for example, they were doing crime, mm. they're like, we may as well grab some KFC on the way back. Because if we're going to get caught, I mean, we may as well risk this as well. Exactly. It's not going to add much risk to the overall operation. We spoke about uh, this a couple of weeks ago, didn't we, with the woman who ran all the red lights was that oh her? yeah exactly and then she got yeah, backers yeah. afterwards <laughs> yeah she's like may as well get this before i before i go to prison yeah. it's like you know you do your you do your crime you take i was gonna say do the time but that's do the like, time you know <laughs> you make the most of your time and then you do the time <laughs> yeah exactly <That's> <laughs> and um so yeah of course they probably weren't too bothered about the potential for an additional offense uh, for the kfc and um, boy, howdy, did these blokes take the chance for that uh, <laughs> additional offence. And I'll, I'll read an excerpt here from the article Please. describing the Kentucky Fried goodness. Uh, here's the excerpt. Close examination of the police evidence photos revealed at least three buckets of chicken, <laughs> up to ten tubs of coleslaw, and what? an undisclosed quantity of fries. <laughs> As if they didn't go for the popcorn chicken. Or I know, like yeah. a zinger. Or your favourite. There's a lot of issues the wicked, with this. No, we're, the, the yeah, wicked, wicked wings. wings. Yeah, yeah. They're the they're my absolute favourite. Now that's the um, real crime. Their order. I would have. I would not have gone for ten coleslaw. They I'd got. Never they went the way coleslaw. too hard on the coleslaw. <laughs> but I will say that an undisclosed amount of fries should be the name of a crime drama novel for KFC <laughs> to release, which I will good. happily commission if KFC wants to get in touch. You know, actually, let's jot that down. We're going to write that next week. <laughs> oh no! Oh, time pressure. <laughs> it's going to be a busy week, y'all. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely would have gone so hard on the coleslaw. But I three buckets of chicken, that's pretty good. I definitely mm, would have thrown solid. in popcorn chicken in there yep. uh, and Wicked Wings instead of all that coleslaw. Um, and the fries are a bit hit and miss, i got to say. For as much as I, I love like the KFC, the, the fries are good, 
But sometimes, like, from store to store, and even from, like, time to time at specific stores, <laughs> this is, I'm getting into, this is KFC yeah. right now, um, they either, they, they, most of the time, they undersalt them, in my opinion. I think they, oh, they could give it a little bit salt. more. Yeah, I, I think that's, because it, sometimes they're just, it's just potato that you're tasting, and I want some some horrific, like, <laughs> disease-causing <laughs> amount of salt on my chips. That's, that's what I'm all about. Um <laughs> But yeah, I reckon it's a lot. It's a lot of KFC. I mean, three buckets of chicken and and a large unquantified number of fries would go down a treat right about now. I'd say. Well, and they did have a I lot of money, so that's probably how they. Yeah, how they afforded <laughs> they had it. Had a lot to burn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'll get a few buckets. Because, <laughs> like, I can't imagine that the two guys who were arrested were going to eat all of that I know. themselves. I think it was just so, for the thrill of it. Like, you know, we can buy this much, so we're going to buy this <laughs> Why much. Why not? Yeah. Well, no, I was kind of thinking that maybe they lived in like a big share house and they were bringing all of it oh, back maybe. or something. So and they so... did the big crime and then, you know, we're like, well, let's feed the boys <laughs> when we yeah, get home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> my <thought>. on us. <laughs> and so, I mean, we got a, a, a moment of silence for the, the roommates who never got their yeah. KFC. <laughs> um, but I, I think if it weren't for the 100K cash, this would have been a classic case of doing the wrong thing mm. for the right reasons. Because a KFC run, that's a good reason. Always the right reason. <laughs> <laughs> so we just heard a very great story featuring our favorite fast food ever, but also about some guys doing the wrong thing for the right reasons. And this reminded me of a time when I first went to America it was back in 2011, so I would have been 13 at the time. And I, this is my first time overseas before. So I didn't really know what to expect. You know, I was super, super excited. Uh, it's you also know, kind of scary. It is a bit like, scary. the first time traveling overseas. Because you have no idea, especially when you're young, you have no idea what to expect. I suppose if you're with your parents and they seem calm, it's, it's kind of fine. But there's all the security. That's and, the scary bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> like you can just, you just, like when you've seen border security and stuff you're like people get oh, arrested yeah. here like that's something that oh, like, happens i really here. i really hope i didn't bring a nectrin in my bag by accident yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna get fined and sent back home i actually remember the first time i got a plane i think i would have been about five or something and i was really into arts and crafts at the time and i remember asking my mom if i could take scissors in my backpack she oh. was like no rebecca <laughs> you no cannot no take scissors, scissors on the plane and how are we meant to do crafts <laughs> I, I had a friend who got stopped at this is just security stories now yeah um i had a friend who i was traveling with him and he for some reason i cannot i cannot fathom why but in his carry-on luggage mm. he had a bottle opener in the shape of a wrench Oh, and, like, you can't bring, like, a wrench onto the plane. No. I don't think, like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm guessing they think you're going to try and disassemble stuff inside the plane. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going you're gonna to be able to tear the, the plane out, apart yeah. one screw at a time with no one <laughs> noticing. But, yeah, and, and so every single point we got stopped and I was just waiting on the other side, waiting for them to... For, for him to be able to communicate effectively <laughs> what it actually was and for them to believe him. You just have oh, to see the goodness. whole bit every single time. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, exactly. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> he should just, you know, write a script so he can easily rattle it off. Yeah, <laughs> off yeah, exactly. <laughs> or just get a photo with him, like, giving thumbs up True. with the previous security <laughs> people. <laughs> so, so what you said about the nectarine actually kind of relates to my story. So... I had with me on the plane a packet of gum. 
It was strawberry gum. I think that was the flavor I was really into at the time. And we were flying at about, uh, I can't remember the, (laughs) I can't remember the height now, but remember last week we spoke about bucks? Oh yeah, how big a buck was. (laughs) I think it was something (laughs) like 2,840 bucks bucks or something in the air. We were flying about there, but it was about to go down because we were about to descend into LAX. And at this point, uh, they hand around those little cards. I think, I'm not sure if this is every country you go to or just America, but they give you like this little a slip of paper and you basically have to declare everything you're bringing over stuff like that oh yeah so my mom's filling it out because i don't i don't think you had to if you're a kid anyways um my mom's filling it out and i noticed that she's ticking a box saying like you know we're not bringing any food blah 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 that sort of thing and then i have the sinking feeling in my stomach because i know there's a pack of gum in my bag And as you were saying before, <laughs> it's scary when you're going overseas for the first time. It's scary. And here I am thinking you're a vigilante. 13, 13 years Not old, vigilante. the gum vigilante, I'm, <laughs> the gum criminal. I'm going to be arrested for bringing Australian gum into America. But when I was 13, you know, buying a pack of gum is... I mean, it's not a huge thing, but that's your gum. You spent your own money oh, on that. Yeah. So I was like, well, this gum, it's not going to waste. I'm not I'm not about to get arrested. So what am I going to do? So I started eating the gum, uh, putting <laughs> bit by bit into my mouth. <laughs> and I think in a pack of gum, there's about maybe 20 or 18 pieces of gum or something. Yeah. So it took maybe 10 pieces of gum for my mum and sister I think they were in like sitting in the row next to me and they're like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm eating my gum. And soon enough, I had the whole pack of gum inside my mouth. It was literally impossible to chew. I don't know if anyone listening has tried it. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've tried it, Jono, but it's really hard to eat a whole pack of gum at once. Yeah, it's as you add more, it just becomes harder and harder to chew. It's so difficult. Anyways, it wasn't until I had the whole pack of gum in my mouth that my mom was like, you know, it would have been fine, right? And I was like, well, we could have told me before. (laughs) (laughs) It was just, it stuck in my brain so much because I was, went from a moment of, you know, pure panic to what I thought was excellent problem solving to very quickly then instant regret. (laughs) It was just, I was trying to do the right, Though I was, I did the wrong thing, but it was all for yeah. the right reasons. I you had, thought you I were doing the, the right I thing. I thought I was doing. I thought I was saving my family from the embarrassment of you know the yeah. child being taken away in handcuffs, the gum yeah. thrown on the floor in You're disgrace. Like, I'll, I'll be damned if this gum goes to waste. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not gonna let my strawberry gum, you know, just go oh, in the cuss. No way. Bin. <laughs> what a shame. Not at all. <laughs> Zap the Podcast merch is finally here and you can check it out by heading to zapthepodcast.store. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts and more all with original designs beautifully printed on quality fabric. So head on over to zapthepodcast.store and get yours today. Today we're talking about doing the wrong thing for the right reasons and on this topic I thought I'd share an awesome story from history and so... Once again, it's time for History with Jono, um, a, a, a wonderful segment uh, where I more or less get a historical story uh, that's pretty cool correct. Uh, and so that's that's the aim today. Um, I've had a look at how to pronounce certain words. Oh, good. Um, good, good. 
I've cut out a lot of the words that I couldn't pronounce. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, how much fact checking uh, was done? Oh, Wikipedia. Very good. I was on Wikipedia. (laughs) So this is very accurate history with John. Yeah. Very accurate. Exactly. (laughs) Um, This story finds us all the way over in China. uh, And it's a fair while ago as well. 209 BC. That is a very Uh, long time ago. Yeah, so there's a, there's a few things happening at this time. Uh, construction of the Great Wall had Ooh, just begun. Exciting. Um, and China was growing weary of the the frailing uh, Qin Dynasty, uh, which was currently in power, mm. and rebellion was about to begin. And it's here that we meet our heroes, uh, Chen Sheng and Wu Guang, uh, which I'm I really hope I'm <laughs> pronouncing correctly. If my if my Google searching has done me well. <laughs> I'm pronouncing them correctly, but uh, I'll call them Chen and Wu from here on out. Mm -hmm. Um, So Chen and Wu were army officers who were sent to lead their armies uh, to assist in the defense of uh, of a district uh, up uh, in some some part of northern China. I haven't really done that much research on it, but uh, it's not really that consequential to the overall story. Um, However, along the way, uh, their armies were halted. Uh, because of some flooding that was happening Ooh. in an area, and there wasn't really a, a good way to get around the flooding uh, for them, so they just had to sort of wait uh, until the flood waters were dying down. <laughs> However, in this age, the laws set by the Qin Dynasty mandated the death penalty for those who showed up late to government jobs, regardless <gasps> oh of the reason. Like no exceptions, not even and so, you know, flood waters. Yeah, no flood waters. No, nah, that's not a good enough oh, excuse. God. Off with your head. That's kind of how it went. So. Chen and Wu, knowing that they were going to face the death penalty for being late, decided that if they were going to get executed, they may as well put up a fight. And so they're like, okay, we hate this guy now. <laughs> we, we don't like the Qin Dynasty anymore. We're going to rebel. And their rebellion started the first of many rebellions that would ultimately end the Qin Dynasty. Wow. And what they did is they convinced villagers through fairly nefarious means, one uh, was they wrote um, a message um, like claiming that one of them, I think, oh, I really should have done more research on this part, <laughs> but <laughs> claiming that one of them um, was like a, a downfall of the of the Qin dynasty or it was something about him should be the king or something or other. Mm. They put that on a piece of um, silk, wrote that on a, on a little piece of fabric mm. and put it inside the guts of a fish and then <laughs> um, had that fish sold in the market. And when villagers found it, they were like, oh my goodness, it's like a divine message or something and so it was then very easy to convince them to join their little militia they had growing Mm. uh and then as well as that which and this next one i find a bit dubious i don't know how correct it is (laughs) um but they apparently imitated animals to sound like they they imitated the noises animals made and made it sound like these animals were saying like various messages uh like anti like chin dynasty and like for these for Wu and Chen, mm. um, or, or yeah, to to be in power, and so through that as well, like it almost seemed like it was another divine message, like coming from nature and animals and that sort of stuff. And so they really started to gather quite a lot of um, these sort of villages and, and peasants and that sort of stuff to join their army and fight back against the dynasty. And they managed to muster an army of ten thousand men. Oh my god! <laughs> and yeah, it was through this mustering um, that they sort of became the center of a whole bunch of uprisings all over China as sort of word spread. Wow. Uh, but, yeah, so they, they sort of started a huge, like, revolution pretty much. Mm. Um, and 
Despite their best efforts, uh, the villagers they had mustered were no match for the highly trained dynasty armies, um, which ultimately led to Sheng and Wu uh, being defeated. However, the uprisings they inspired overthrew the dynasty only three years later. Um, There you go. Yeah, their their little... Like that, that law that that makes the death penalty for being late if you if it's a government job ultimately well in a roundabout way um, caused or sparked yeah, true, the revolutions true. that ended the Qin Dynasty wow. um, because there was already a bit of restlessness from what I understood from my very brief uh, look at the history of the time mm. in that area. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it it's sort of that that concludes another history time with Jono, and I just like really how when they're they're facing death for being late they're like hey we don't like this guy anymore let's overthrow him yeah and <laughs> it's like you know it, when you're running late for something you're like well i'm already late i might as well be really late and you know go and get a coffee <laughs> or like, yeah i might as well be well late just... and comfortable yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. late but comfortable and it just proves you know i you know i'm a slightly late person unfortunately it's just in my blood but you know sometimes being late really does make it worth the wait because look at what they achieved. <laughs> because, because you can overthrow a dynasty. <laughs> when you're, If you're ever running late, just know that being late overthrew a dynasty. Yeah. Remember that. <laughs> so we've reached that point of the episode where it is game time. And obviously the game needs a rhyming name. So this week, since we're talking about doing the wrong thing for all the right reasons, the game is called It's So Wrong, It's Right, But You Don't Have All Night. So okay. (laughs) you can probably sense what's coming here. We love a good quiz (laughs) with a rapid fire answer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But I've decided to make it even harder. And oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, you know, it's a classic true or false quiz. However, okay. instead of true or false, it's wrong and right. You know, wrong to stick and with right. the theme. Okay. However, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it's not, you have to say the opposite answer because it's, <laughs> oh, it's no. so wrong, it's right, or it's oh, so yeah, right, yeah. it's wrong. So, for okay. example, if we were to say this is our. 39th episode of Zap, the, wrong. you would yell out wrong because it is the 39th episode it of Zap. It is the 39th episode, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. I know. It's wild. But 39 of these. Yeah. Gee whiz. 39 of these old things. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, okay. y- you get the gist. I think I get the game. You yeah. play the op- uh, You say the opposite to what you think it is. And I've had to really... Ri- I got confused even writing the quiz. I was like... Oh, okay. yeah. I can imagine, <laughs> like, having to do, like, insane mental gymnastics yeah. to try and be like, what's actually... What am I writing? Is this the actual answer? Or have I written the opposite yeah. to the answer to the opposite <laughs> to the answer? <laughs> so, we've got nine questions. Basically, you just have to answer as fast as you can. Uh, okay. You know... And the answer is the opposite to what it actually is, wrong or right. Are we ready to go? I think I think I'm pretty ready. Um, okay. This is going to be intense. It is. But I think I am as prepared as I'll ever be. <laughs> All right, let's jump into it. Okay, question number one. The femur is a bone in the body. False. Is you meant to say wrong oh, right? Wrong. <laughs> I immediately went for true and false. Oh, this is going to be tough. <laughs> but you're, I mean, you're technically right because 
the correct answer is wrong because there, yeah. the femur is a bone in the body. So the correct yeah. <laughs> it's, it's even hard justifying the answers. You, <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is wrong because the answer is right. You, that's the yeah, yeah. If that makes any sense, the femur is a bone. That's in the the, uh, <laughs> the biggest bone I've ever broken. There you go, the old femur. I think it's the biggest bone, bone in the body. body. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and hardest bone in the body. But yeah, I, and you I managed, managed to really it. mess it up. <laughs> you went to the doctor and they were like, just how? How have Wait, you done this? How did you and break your femur? Oh, my goodness. Have I not told this story? Actually, I have I'm, a feeling you did. I might have. I'll give is a brief it overview. Was it on the bed? Or was it was no. No, oh. that was how I put my foot through the window. That is another good one. Um, but this one's also my brother's fault. Oh. <laughs> Even though the window wasn't. Um, but uh, we had a trampoline in the backyard and um, I was holding on to like the rail of it. And my dad used to do this thing where he'd shake it while we held onto the top rail. And we'd sort of like bounce off the trampoline as we hit. It was like almost hitting a bouncy wall. I don't know. It was oh. kind of weird, but fun. <laughs> and my brother thought he could do that when he was like six or seven and I was three. Um, and oh, no. so I was holding on and he started shaking it, but it sort of slipped out of his hands. And so me and the trampoline rolled down the hill. Uh, <gasps> oh my gosh. And it, the trampoline essentially like butterflied my femur bone. Oh. Like the brake went in at the top all the way down the oh middle and out gosh. the other side. Oh, that's awful, Jono. Oh. And especially when you're a kid, you're, you're like three. bouncy, you're like bendy as well. Like oh, wow. you're not supposed to break bones when you're that, when you're that no, young. It doesn't terrifying. happen. That's <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad you're okay now. Uh, this quiz has I'm taken fine. a slightly <laughs> different yeah, turn. The quick fire nature of this quiz has taken a turn. <laughs> but um, let's jump right back in. So remember, Jono, it's right and wrong, not true or false. Right and wrong, right and wrong. I need to get that in my head. Yes. Okay, question number two. Australia has seven states. Wrong? No, it's right. <laughs> well, it is, it is wrong. But um, the answer you should have said is right. Because Australia has because six states. Because it's got six. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I couldn't. I didn't know it off the top of my head, and so I uh, went with my gut, and the gut was, <laughs> was wrong. wrong. Or was it right? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? All right. Question number three. Zap currently has one hundred and forty-eight Instagram followers. Oh, I should know this. I'm gonna say uh, wrong. Yes, we do have one hundred and forty-eight Instagram followers, so it is yes. right. <laughs> Question number four. Hugh Jackman, Zendaya, and Zac Efron all starred in a movie called High School Musical. Right. Yes. They, it was The Greatest it Showman, wasn't it? Yes, it was The Greatest Showman. Although I think they would have been nice together in a High School Musical as well. Yeah. That would have been kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Question yeah. number four. Hugh Jackman would have to be like one of the teachers or yeah, something. Yeah, he It'd could be, be the serious, coach. Like, age he gap. could be Mr. Bolton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that that, now good. that's a movie I'd watch. <laughs> Question number Not that five. I wouldn't watch High School yeah, Musical. No. But we'd just watch it as well. Yes. Anyways. (laughs) Question number five. The band The Wiggles celebrated 30 years this year. Right? No. It's, well, wrong. It's right. They did celebrate 30 (laughs) years this year. (laughs) They actually, I I thought they'd been going longer. No. Yeah. Apparently it's 30 years. Uh, This week, I think, is the week that they're celebrating. They've released a coin and everything. It's like. Oh, a Wiggles coin. That's cool. That is very cool. Maybe we'll get a coin in 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll, we'll probably have to make it ourselves. No, no. We, yeah, we will. <laughs> All right. Now, question number six. An octopus has three hearts. False. No, no. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. It is false wrong <laughs> uh, because they do have three hearts. That's right. Okay, question <laughs> false My heart brain wrong. hurts. <laughs> if I really hope this is easy to follow. <laughs> Question number seven. The 2028 Olympics are going to be in Brisbane. 
wrong. No. <laughs> It's right. The 2032 Olympics oh. going to be in Brisbane. So the answer is wrong. <laughs> Question number eight. Beck's birthday is in February. Wrong. Yes. Oh, you're lucky there. <laughs> My yeah. birthday I'm is like, in oh, February. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is the last question. Question number nine. If you add the two numbers on the opposite sides of dice together, the answer is always seven. Wrong. Yes, correct. Did you did you know that? Or yeah, that I know that. Yeah. I at least know that one and six are opposite. Oh, true. Um, and so, so just I was went, just yeah. assuming the other ones were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always seven. There you go. So that is right. Always seven. I did not oh. keep score at all during that, but that was a lot of fun. I'm going to say it was, I got them all correct. Uh, you got them all right, you mean. <laughs> oh, no. You failed that test. <laughs> Oh, no, this is like uh, this is like my nightmare that opposite day really yes. exists. Oh gosh! But we actually have to like that was the thing about opposite day, right? You you have to like stick to the rules of opposite day, but it's so difficult to it communicate really anything because you're like, wait, is are you saying? Because when you say it's opposite day, it's a paradox in of itself. Because if it, it really is opposite day, you'd, you'd have to have said it's not day. opposite day. It's too hard. One of the many many you know. Tight, what's the word? Troubles we had to go through in primary yeah. school. Opposite it was, day. It was tough. <laughs> Those were some tough times. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, but that does finish us up for this episode. Um, I hope your brain is working better than mine is after that game. Uh, it is just a scramble. Um, but, but it, it was definitely a fun was, scramble. It was a like fun scramble. A zap omelette. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> a fun scramble. Well, I mean, if it's done the French way, it is a scramble. Look, oh, would you is look it? at that? Do they yeah, call yeah, omelets a scramble? Well, no, oh. no, they don't. But um, the way a French omelette is made is you almost do like a really... Um, you, you're trying to make really small like scrambles, like tiny little curds is what they're called, I think. Interesting. Um, so that um, when you actually form the omelette, it has a very silky texture. Like it's just a whole bunch of like um, the tiny scramble curds together. Um, that's like a proper fancy. French omelette. Yeah. And it is... Very difficult to do, apparently. Oh, even um, a normal omelette is really hard for me to make. <laughs> I'm getting yeah, better, though. <laughs> eggs getting eggs better. just are difficult. <laughs> yeah. Eggs are difficult. There's so many ways and... you can cook them, and it's just hard. <laughs> yeah. First, choosing one is hard enough, but then actually making it? <laughs> gee whiz. Um as always, uh, make sure to check us out on our various social media platforms. Uh, we have... I was about to say we have Spotify. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, yes, no. I do have Spotify. <laughs> we've got... We've got <laughs> <laughs> we've got TikTok, we've got Instagram, we have Twitter, we have Facebook. Uh, check us out on all of them. We have Give us merch a like. too. We do have merch as well. Yeah, maybe Goodness soon me, a I'm coin. Forgetting things. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe we should, well. we should try and figure out how to make a coin, a zap coin, an actual uh, minted I've... coin that people can use to buy things. I feel like there's going to be a lot of uh, red tape to try and make our own kind of coin. I think it's going to be a long and arduous process so uh, we'll start and it will working. cost a lot. Yeah, it'll be available in 30 years yeah. when it's finally completed. Exactly. Um, but that just about wraps us up for another episode. Thank you very much for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode of Zap. Bye. Bye.